Welcome to the Road to Health podcast, a podcast series focused on real Rhode Islanders who are making a difference in the health and wellness of communities across our state. Each episode will take you inside a health topic that affects Rhode Islanders with the hope of informing and empowering you to navigate the confusing but vitally important role of healthcare in your life. Please welcome this week's host, Dr. Gus Manakia. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Dr. Gus Manakia, the Chief Medical Officer here at Blue Cross, and I'll be serving as your host today. Late last year, in a move designed to provide our Medicare members with access to high-quality, personalized care in a community-based setting, we announced a very exciting new primary care partnership in Rhode Island. Oak Street Health, a network of primary care centers exclusively caring for Medicare patients, will open two centers in Providence and a third in Woolwick this year. Their model allows providers to spend, on average, more than twice as much time with patients as typical primary care doctors do. The centers will be located primarily near neighborhoods that are underserved. By settling in these locations, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Rhode Island and Oak Street Health can assist those whose health is adversely affected by social factors, such as access to transportation, availability of healthy food, stability of housing, and more. We are fortunate today to be joined by Dr. Griffin Myers, Oak Street Health's Chief Medical Officer. Dr. Myers can help shed light on Oak Street Health's mission and how they are working to transform primary care around the country and soon here in Rhode Island. I must say that every time I meet with Griffin, I come away more impressed with his passion for improving the lives of the patients that Oak Street Health serves. I think that anyone listening today will do the same. Welcome to the podcast, Griffin. So, Griffin, I just talked about this new model of care, uh, Oak Street Health, this new way of delivering care which Oak Street offers. Could you tell us more about Oak Street Health and what your model of care delivery looks like? Sure, Gus. Thanks for thanks for having me. Um, and just on behalf of the whole team, we're really excited to be here in Rhode Island uh, to be working with you and your colleagues and and to be serving patients here in the state. So we're looking forward to it. Um, so I think I'd start at the very beginning. Uh, we started Oak Street with a very specific mission, which is to rebuild healthcare as it should be. And we think it should be personal, which means everybody gets the, the best evidence-based scientific care that they can get. It should be equitable, meaning everybody should get that same standard. And it should be accountable, meaning we as clinicians, um, we shouldn't thrive until and after our patients thrive. So we built a care model that really is designed around folks on, on Medicare, um, delivering everything across that life cycle that we think we need to do to achieve those, those three goals. So I'm sure there's a lot more detail you'd want to get into, yeah. uh, specifically around the care model, but that's how it started. Great. Can, can you just comment a little bit more on the uh, uh, statement you made about physicians not thriving unless the patients thrive? Yeah. So so the first thing is, um, this is a really unique feature to Oak Street, and you and I have talked about this before, but I think for the benefit of the listeners, um, you know, we, we assume good intentions. We've got a whole bunch of people working in the healthcare system who, um, physicians, nurses, everybody shows up to do their very best, but we, we get the outcomes of the system that, that we have. And, and the, the healthcare system in this country is built on a really old infrastructure that's called fee-for-service, which is this idea that, um, you know, patient gets service, doctor does service, patient pays fee. And and so we get this idea that um, at the end of the day, the healthcare system still is mostly in the business of sick people. Uh, what we wanted to do at Oak Street and what we're really excited about in our partnership with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Rhode Island is we've been able to flip that on its head. And we at Oak Street, through this partnership, we don't, we don't get paid to go fast. We don't get paid to do visits. Um, we get paid to keep people, as we say, happy, healthy, and out of the hospital. And so it means we're not worried about 
doing just the normal doctor stuff. We want to do all that, but we want to do all the stuff on top of that that we know leads to a better healthcare experience, better health outcomes, and and it feels better to the patient to get it. And some of the examples of that that we do are, you know, we operate primary care centers, but we also in those centers have community centers with daily programming, everything from silver sneakers to uh, really interesting talks from medical professionals to uh, senior speed dating and uh, bingo, you know. Um, that's not something that's normal for most healthcare systems. But for us, we recognize, you know, about 25% of, of seniors, depending upon the data source you look at, suffer from social isolation. And our ability to create these community centers is a big part of that. Similarly, we offer transportation to and from our centers. Um, that's not something, you know, we do that at no cost to our patients, but we do that because we recognize that has an important role to play in our patients thriving, and that's how we thrive. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Carolyn Belial, Managing Director of Community Relations at Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island. Let's take a minute to highlight one of the local nonprofit organizations Blue Cross partners with in the Rhode Island community. The Rhode Island Oral Health Foundation works to improve oral health in the state of Rhode Island. They focus on convening a yearly signature event, the Rhode Island Mission of Mercy, which provides an opportunity for oral health professionals to address unmet oral health needs in Rhode Island through advocacy, education, and the delivery of high-quality dental services. The Foundation believes that through service and education, oral disease among underserved Rhode Islanders can be managed and prevented, thereby reducing future dental and medical expenses and improving quality of life. For more information on our community partnerships, please visit bcbsri.com backslash community. Welcome back to the podcast. So I have a question for you. So um, one of the issues that uh, the healthcare struggle, healthcare system struggles with is cost. And one of the primary uh, areas of cost in the healthcare system is, is hospital stays. I know that Oak Street Health has data which shows that uh, your centers uh, and the patients that get, that get care at your centers tend to have less hospitalizations, which I think most people would agree is a good thing. Um, my question is, uh, what are the specific things that, peop- that the doctors and providers at Oak Street does, the team at Oak Street does, that can keep people out of the hospital? Yeah, so to start, you're, you're right about that. I just want to validate that. So those, those are measured um, in hospital admissions per 1,000 patient per year. Uh, the nationwide numbers, something like low 300s, call it 315. Oak Street runs about 200. So it's a pretty meaningful decrease in hospitalizations. And where that comes from is we're able to invest in all the stuff up front that we know patients need to keep them happy, healthy, and out of the hospital. And not only is it better for patients, it's better for the healthcare system, it's better for taxpayers, because for us to complete a clinic visit, you know, primary care visit may cost 150 bucks. Uh, we know this because we, we pay all the downstream costs for our patients. The average hospitalization for an Oak Street patient is about 19000 So you can tell we don't have to do a lot of primary care visits before, you know, if you prevent a hospitalization, patient's better and you've saved the system money. Now, the question you ask is, where does that come from? And I would break it up like this. I think, number one, it's very natural for us, and we have an incredible group of, of medical providers, physicians and nurses and those teams. Uh, I think it's natural to think that it comes down to their work, and in so many cases it does. 
I think at the same time, it, it is way broader than that. It's the entire Oak Street platform from the way that we meet and engage patients in the community and create access to primary care and offer transportation, have 24-7 availability to, to your care um, through our clinical contact center so you can reach us 24-7 and get in touch with a licensed provider. Same day and next day visits all the care coordination that we do, all the technologies that we've built to help our care teams stay organized and keep our patients organized in their care journey, uh, supporting them when they do end up in the hospital, all of those things, uh, that whole platform. But I would say if you made me pick the three things that really drive Oak Street outcomes, and I think the rest of the country is really beginning to notice this, number one is access, access, access to primary care, that you can get in and see someone on your care team in a culturally competent fashion uh, when you need to. That's number one. Number two would be access to behavioral health services. Uh, so many of our patients uh, have have challenges in their mental health that aren't met, and we've been able to integrate that in a way that's um, not only we find to work, but the peer-reviewed literature shows is the best way to deliver community-based primary care, um, including our psychiatrists and our behavioral health specialists, and, and that's been really powerful. And the third is support with medications. Ultimately, we're a community-based practice. Um, as much as we'd love to have our patients around all the time, they want to go home sometimes. And so when they leave and go home, the only way we have to change their physiology is for them to have a medication list that we know is right for them, that's safe, that's on their formulary, that they can afford, and that we can support them with that. So it's access, behavioral health, and medication support. Fantastic. So I'm a primary care doctor. I was in practice for 10 years uh, before I took the job here at Blue Cross. Um, and I took care of a lot of elderly people, uh, many of whom had significant medical problems, chronic medical problems. Uh, and I would say, at, I think I was pretty good at taking care of my patients, but at best, uh, I saw the sickest patients probably five or six times a year. Um, and there was very little interaction between either myself or my practice in general with that patient in between office visits. So uh, it sounds like the, um, the way Oak Street uh, the, the major factor that Oak Street provides that most typical primary care practices don't provide to their patient population is more visitation and sort of proactive outreach to the patient as opposed to being reactive when the patient gets sick. Is that the case? Yeah, that's 100% right. Um, a little bit of data here just to set the context. So the average Medicare beneficiary uh, has three primary care visits in a year with two different primary care docs because they don't have consistent access. Uh, those visits last about 17 minutes, and the average primary care doc is going to take care of about 2,500 patients. At Oak Street, very different. Uh, we see our average patient nine times a year. Our sickest 5%, we see 19 times a year. Uh, those visits average a little over 30 minutes. And our entire team of a physician, nurse practitioner, nurse, medical assistant, full-time scribe, care manager, behavioral health specialist, that team's going to take care of only 400 people. So it's just a far more intimate way to practice. And I think the other thing is we've been really deliberate about saying there's a lot of important work done in the exam room during that face-to-face -face direct patient care. There's a lot of really important work that gets done when the patient's not in the room anymore. And we are very proactive about being sure that we see patients before there's a problem that arises. And one of the things that we're really proud of, we've built a lot of tools and technologies to be sure that people don't fall off the map, that we know exactly where patients are in their health journey and can be proactive about reaching out and bringing them in. And just going back to your first question, I think the reason we're able to do that is we're not in this fee-for-service 
situation where what we're trying to do is, is complete visits. Uh, if we can take care of you with a phone call or by answering an email or coming to see you in your home, that's just as effective as a visit for us. And we don't care whether uh, we're billing for visits. We care about how our patient's health is, is, is going. Okay, folks, we're going to have Dr. Griffin Myers back for a second episode. And so we'll pause here at this time today. That's it for this episode of the Road to Health podcast, brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island. Our producer is Jill Flaxington. Our sound engineer is Mark Sheldon. Production assistance provided by Mason M. For more information on the topics discussed, or to listen to our library of episodes, please visit bcbsri.com. If you'd like to connect with us or have a story to tell, we are at BCBSRI on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thanks for listening.